0: Bye <laughs> The roof was torn off in the storm following the official advice to shelter as close to the house's imagined center and ideally under a staircase we found in our home though the center happened to be where the staircase was it unfortunately lacked sufficient space for anyone larger than a newborn of which we had none so we were huddling together in the hallway as close as possible in the hope that that was enough the tempest raged around us, howling winds with their low, rumbling underbelly drew us down into a hazy, uneasy dream, sardined in a familial brine, stewed catfish under a hammered tin roof, until the ceiling yawned open, lid rolling back to reveal the heavens, where a salivating giant, blocking the sun, poised with grinding molars and fish-hungry eyes flashing down upon us. Was this intrusive prospector a demon of ephemera? Born in the southerly front, folding over the ridge onto the north and dying as the whole lot peels away, disintegrating, sucking in its wake a murmuration of flapping debris, an aborted migration abruptly scattered over the neighboring yards. By the time we awoke, scaffolders had already been and gone. Several of the parish council were still supping tea, staring down from the platforms, gesturing at the devastation and our poor choice of furnishings. While the majority filed out a few minutes after I boiled the kettle, gently tittering amongst themselves, a handful awaited the arrival of armed police officers who spent their working hours encircling us from above. My eldest son, increasingly sure snipers were being positioned on the roof of several houses ours backed onto. Later, in a flash of recollection triggered by the sudden beam of an officer's torch in my face, I recalled how, in my twenties, walking home late, drunk, near where Scotland Yard used to be, some of the roads leading off Broadway were cordoned off. I believe I later learned part of a hotel had collapsed, crushed by a wayward thumb, though it was not in the news." An armed officer manning one of the streets shouted for my attention. Once he had it, he goaded me to try and go down beyond the barrier. I was drunk, not a crime at that time, but as a drunk, I felt puzzled rather than piqued by his jibes. So I walked on over Strutton ground but there was a particular strangeness coming from the nocturnal cocktail of darkness, drunkenness and taunting authority. We were allowed to leave the house. The kids went to school, my wife and I to our jobs, shopping, days out, family visits. Hmm, this wasn't as you imagine. The accoutrements of oppression were there, guns, no roof, and so on. We slept in the shelter created by mattresses lent against the wall, kept our clothes in the boot of a car to avoid the damp smells gathering one morning jabbering in my sleep i was shaken awake by the fitful prodding of a truncheon giving me no time to dress he laid me down my own garden path at gunpoint along the secluded walkway that bisected the backs of the properties and down to the bones of the yuppie arranged on the fold-out camping table under the eaves of a half-built new build where the previous evening bowls full of crisps and potpourri had been set out for the blindfolded teenagers of the town to investigate. officer pulled a piece of crumpled paper from his pocket, ironing it out as best he could with a gloved hand. He looked at me and began tapping on the first word, cueing me to begin reading out loud as his finger followed along to set the pace. The young, upwardly mobile professional, a genus considered particular to the 1980s, often caricatured and regularly revived since first appearing as fleshy globs on the lens of cognition, it was long considered a parasitic entity that attacked the homo sapien a sapien, the body hosting a disruptive guest fueled by cocaine, aggressive ignorance, and, here the text had been redacted, and underneath was scrawled, your mum. ''Well, where to begin with all that?'' Terry pondered at me in the cafeteria at lunch, after I'd recounted all the above. ''I know about the bones and the being led to them bit, but I had no idea there were yuppie ones, and definitely no inkling about a performative element, or for that matter being as your sketch shows.'' He held up his phone. I mark the ones I've been shown on maps. I pinched to get a wider view, but all of his pins were within a small circle near his home. The list below contained about 50 items, each one labeled in inverted commas. Teacher, plumber, shelf stacker, delivery driver, but definitely no yuppie. Nice, very organized, I opined. He shrugged well it's good to organize these things in some form like a mental catacomb i stack them up in my head as a sort of meditation i compress them all into a smaller mental image making the catacomb walls about knee height but then i kick the material about a bit so i only have to wade through it ankle deep my eyes must have visibly widened or something of me signaled something "'as he swigged back his tea and stood up. "'Could I have my phone, please? "'And could you stop thinking about it "'as I need the thoughts back, too? "'There you go,' I offered, "'unsure I'd followed his request. (laughs) "'The table was boneless by the time I made it back "'in the early evening as the light curdled into night.' Some sort of tasting spread accompanied by a sound collage had taken its place on the community table. A low rumble rippled the skin of a pensioner's face. The front runner lining up to place their face inches away from the speaker roped to the table with a stray follicle of the giant's hair, while others queued near bowls of dips, scooping it on their fingers as they tiptoed around the breadsticks and carrot batons trampled into the ground. I scooped some pulped sardines into a stale baguette and marched back up the path to the lopped abode and the leftovers of my family. Drop of the weapon! Someone bellowed through a megaphone. Somewhere above I heard guns cock and the giant wince.